Right. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Ladies Let's Talk About Sex podcast. I'm your host, Felicia, and I'm a lady talking about sex. And this week, we have a really unique episode, and we're actually going to kind of dive into our past life. So we have Maddie with us, and Maddie's actually going to talk about her experience in high school uh, and her experience with her sexuality in high school. And frankly, Maddie and I went to the same high school, so I think few of you kind of know what that experience was like for people who were sexually active or people who weren't. Um, So Maddie, thank you for coming on the podcast. I'm so excited to have you. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm super excited. So do you want to tell people kind of like a little bit about you, what you're kind of doing now, and then we can kind of take it back to what high school is like for you? Sure. Um, So right now I'm a full-time student. Um, I go to Ryerson. Um, I'm a child and youth work student right now, um, minoring in psych and philosophy. Um, so yeah, I'm right now, my goal is to, um, obviously get my degree and the end goal is to be working in a hospital and a children's mental health unit. Um, so yeah, I'm basically, that's basically what I do. I'm a full-time student, which means that like most of my time is spent on school. Um, I also have a blog and like a small business that I started over like quarantine just because of like boredom. (laughs) So yeah, I do that on the side on my blog. I talk a lot about like mental health awareness and whatnot. So yeah. So today we're kind of going to divert from the mental health conversation, but I do think that a lot of the topics that we're going to discuss probably did affect your mental health or at least your kind of like idea of sexuality and how you probably compartment oh my goodness compartmentalize that in your brain um so for those people who like don't know do you maybe want to describe what the culture was like at our high school because after kind of leaving I had a really really great experience in high school I was nervous that I peaked which isn't the reaction that I was kind of getting from an array of people after leaving but do you maybe want to tell people what that culture was like in our high school and then how it particularly affected you? Cause you were in a different sector of the high school than I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it's interesting that you say that because I had like a super different experience. So like, I didn't really like high school, honestly. And um, after leaving high school, I was like, okay, like I'm so much happier just not being in this kind of secluded it feels like it's almost a different world when you're in it um and I think um in I think I was in grade 11 yeah I was in grade 11 when I got into my current relationship with my boyfriend and that's when things really shifted for me because I kind of strayed away from my friend group um in high school and kind of saw the outside world again and what was outside of our school and I was kind of like oh yeah like I don't want to be just you know I don't want to peak in high school I was scared of that um and so I kind of um just pushed through but like didn't really get the full experience which now I'm like totally okay with because in the grand scheme of things it's four years of your life and you're so young and you kind of have a whole other experience usually for four years right after again um, when you're in university or college or whatever it may be so yeah my my experience wasn't completely negative 
but um, I definitely think I would have had a different experience had I not gone to a Catholic high school. Um, I just think really I went there because it was an arts high school um, and I was Catholic school was kind of all that I knew and all that my parents knew. Um, I just grew up going to Catholic school and um, for no good reason, really, because my family isn't super religious. Um, <laughs> it was just kind of like what everybody in my family did. So, yeah, I went to Catholic high school and um, was told not to have sex. And um, yeah, it was it was a strange experience for me. Absolutely. I think so for people who still don't really understand our high school was an art school, but it also had an academic stream. So I was in the academic stream for AP French and I know you were in the dance program. So there were like different facets of art, but Mm -hmm. on top of those two intersections, we also had this like Catholic undertone with everything. Um, And I think that definitely trickled into our sex ed or whatever I, I kind of want to ask you, like, what was that like? Because granted, the year that I was supposed to get sex ed, the one year I took gym, because I was like, I'm never doing this again. Um, our gym teacher got a concussion and the supply teachers never touched on sex ed. So I didn't get anything after elementary school. Um, but I want to know what that was like for you, because you didn't have to take gym because you were a dancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I didn't get any either. Oh, um, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we just went through high school with no sex education, which is really, really not great um, because you, I think if there's anywhere that you need it more, it would be high school over elementary school. I mean, in both places, it's super important, but it's really strange that we went through high school with no sex ed. And yeah, because I never had to take gym and I was always in dance instead, um, we had like this one day where our dance teacher was like, okay, guys, like, I'm supposed to teach you sex ed, but like, just be safe and do what you want kind of thing. And that was it. Um, and she was like, you know, if you have questions, you can come ask me, you can like, like, I'm always here for you, but it wasn't like a lesson. Um, so yeah, I didn't, we didn't really get sex ed either. I remember your dance teacher, and she would probably be the last person I would ever ask. <laughs> any sexual health I would just not feel comfortable being taken aside and like asking this woman just like a very kooky lady like very kooky out there like yeah oh goodness okay yeah we were all just kind of like okay um yeah okay thanks let's move on (laughs) so honestly when I like think back about my high school experience granted I don't want to out all my friends, but they're all older. So it doesn't matter. But frankly, like sex was not a big thing for folks, especially in our grade 12 year. I think that like a lot of the people that were in relationships were definitely having sex, but casual sex and even just like the topic of sex was not something that I really talked about until university, frankly. And I went to university, I was a virgin. Like I was, and I think part of the reason why I had a good high school experience is because I was the poster child for virginity. Um, So that probably had a large influence. Granted, I like liked our high school and I did a lot of leadership and I had a good, good set of people around me, but that doesn't seem like it was the experience you had. And Mm -hmm. so what was it like talking about 
sex with your friends? Like, was there a conversation ever, even before like sexual experiences? Just like, did we talk about it? Did we not? Did we avoid it? Yeah, I think um, it was kind of the same for my friends and I. Um, It wasn't really a big thing, at least for the first couple years, which um, I want to say is like, maybe kind of normal for when we were in high school, like grade nine and grade 10 felt a little young for me um, to be kind of like, not necessarily talking about sex, but having sex. And I was also like, um, I wasn't, I'd never been in really a relationship before then. And I was like, I don't think I want to lose my virginity to someone who I'm not in a relationship with. And so that was kind of my thought process. And I was kind of waiting to get into a relationship. Um, And none of my friends at the time um, were having sex, I don't think, because no one was in a relationship. And I think it was kind of pushed on us that that's the way things should go. Um, The way it happens is you get into a relationship and then you have sex instead of like having sex and losing your virginity outside of a relationship so it was kind of this weird like it wasn't necessarily like ingrained in us in a way that we believed like sex before marriage is bad but we were kind of like sex out of a relationship is like not the way things are supposed to go which is kind of weird now that I think about it because then my experience in university was much different and everybody was just having sex with everybody and (laughs) it was like not a big thing either it wasn't like something that was super important um but it was definitely a different dynamic and I think um once I I was like one of the first people in my group of friends to lose my virginity because I was in a relationship and the rest of them were like oh like can't wait to get a boyfriend so that I can lose my virginity but like it doesn't have to happen that way obviously we know that now um and it was kind of like I was like put on a bit of a pedestal because I had this experience that other people didn't have. And I was like, guys, I don't know what to tell you. I, I know nothing. I know as little as you do. Um, I did it once and they were all like, tell me everything. And I was like, I don't know. (laughs) So yeah, that was, that was kind of my experience. It's, it's really interesting though, that you kind of say like, the morally correct thing to do in that climate that you were in was essentially what you'd done but that wasn't you didn't necessarily get the morally correct response when you were Mm -hmm. telling people so what was that like when you like had sex for the first time and then spoke to some of your friends who were in this climate and were also virgins um my friend group at so I grew up dancing Um, at the same dance studio my entire life I grew up with this um, friend group um, at my studio and they were the first people I told because I had always been because I had known these girls my entire life Um, I would say I was a little bit closer with them than I was with my friends from school and so I told them first and the reaction was like super negative it was like oh you had sex like are you sure like you should have done that and I was like yeah why and so it was super negative and it was kind of like um I it made me kind of doubt my decision and I was like and then I went to my friends um from my high school and they were like oh good for you like cool and that was kind of that it wasn't really 
as much of a conversation. They were the ones that were more like, oh, like, tell us all about it and like, tell us how it works and tell us all the things. And I was like, guys, once I know a little more, I'll let you know, but I don't know anything right now. Um, But it was definitely a more positive reaction from them than it was from my other group of friends. And the first people I told, it was like, oh, shit, should I have not done that? Like, did I do something wrong? And then I went to my other friends and they were like, no, like, you've been saying that, like, you know, you feel ready and feel comfortable. So, like, why don't question it? You know, you did something that you wanted to do and that's that. So it was definitely interesting having, like, those two experiences on total opposite sides of the spectrum. So kind of with the climate that you grew up with surrounding sex for the first time, what was your thought process or did you have like a set of things that you wanted to have before you had sex or you wanted to feel before you had sex? Like what was the decision-making process? I, growing up, I was always like, um, I definitely like have to be like completely in love and like um, in a relationship and that whole idea. I was never like, oh, I shouldn't have sex until marriage. That was never really my thought. But um, I was always set on the fact that I would be in a relationship and be in love, um, which I was. But by the time that it came around, I got into this relationship a month in, I was like, oh, like I would be down to lose my virginity with this guy like right now, a month into it. And I wouldn't say that I was like in love with him at the time because it was like a month into a relationship. Um, but it kind of, those constructs kind of faded away once, like kind of as I got older, I think, um, because I was still pretty young. I think I was 16 in grade 11 and, um, I was just kind of like, yeah, I feel ready. And I feel like this is something I want to do. And, um, we ended up waiting a couple more months just because it was like, it's also kind of awkward. Like you don't really know how to like have that conversation um you're like okay so should we like talk about it should we like plan it should we wait a little longer should we just go for it so we ended up waiting a couple more months just because it was like awkward and kind of fumbly but not because I necessarily felt not ready I was just um things were just kind of like awkward as they are with your first time but um I definitely had those thoughts that like, oh, I have to be in a relationship and in love. But then when the time came, I didn't really feel that anymore. Like I happened to be in a relationship, but I feel like just at that age and during that time in my life, I was just kind of ready whether I would have been in a relationship or not. Yeah, absolutely. And kind of like when you were going through that process, how did you feel like as a woman, I hate to be binary in the sense, but it is very different for women to explore their sexuality versus men. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you feel like going through the motions and like, did you feel like you were super like open to exploring your sexuality or do you feel like it was very much one of those situations where you like, were just doing it and you wanted to do it, but you weren't like, super open to like new things or new experiences or maybe your boyfriend was helping you through that like how was that exploration process for you especially in like the early like the first six months of Mm -hmm. kind of exploring your sexuality 
Yeah. Honestly, I was super like, I was 100% certain that I was like ready and not really doing it just because. Um, And so I was super excited. And I was like, yeah, like, this is, this is fun. And like, this is something that we can kind of like explore together. Um, And so, yeah, I would say I was mostly just excited. And like, I definitely, we definitely didn't explore very much in the first six months. Um, But now being like almost five years into the same relationship, um, it's been like, obviously, our sex lives have changed and shifted and Um, gotten better than they were when I was 16 (laughs) so yeah it was mostly exciting and um, I felt a little bit like I had to have all the answers for my friends which is a little bit stressful as well because they were all like oh like you know give us tips tell us all the things and I was like you know the first few times even the first few months you're having sex you don't really know what you're doing and like you're just kind of figuring it out as you go Um, so that was kind of funny because I was also like the one that like all my friends were like, oh, you'll probably be the last to lose your virginity. And then I got into this relationship and then I was the first. So it was a funny dynamic and, um, it was a little bit stressful to be like the one with like, like expecting me to have all the answers. But, um, yeah, for me, it was a fun experience and it was super exciting. And how pleasure centric do you think your approach was to sex? Because I know for me, like I didn't have an orgasm probably until like, I think I had to go through three different partners before I had my first partnered orgasm. So like, how was that for you? And maybe even your partner uh, trying to figure that out? Yeah, I think um, because we, um, kind of I think it was like we a month into our relationship we would like do other things basically everything but sex so um it was good in the sense that it was pretty he at the time that we were having sex it was three months in and he pretty much knew what to do to make me orgasm at that point and so for me it was pretty great and like I'm really lucky that I had that experience because I know that's not always the case um but that's also the plus with like um being with the same partner um that's a positive that comes with it um because you learn what the other person likes and so yeah it didn't really take much practice or much time um for it to be um super pleasurable for the both of us obviously it's much simpler for the guy in that position. Um, but yeah, I, I knew what I liked and I could communicate what I wanted well from the beginning. And so I didn't really have much trouble in that area. No, that's awesome. I know that when I kind of speak to people who either went to our high school or had a Catholic school, experience like the female orgasms just like something that you don't learn about at all and even for me like I didn't really know what good sex looked like until I was in my 20s which is like and I'm 21 so it's it's been some time um Mm -hmm. but kind of after the hump of like figuring out what you liked what your partner liked and how to kind of mingle and mesh together what 
do you think really pushed you to kind of embrace your sexuality? Um, I think surrounding myself with people who um, don't, who have similar values as I do. So I don't really surround myself with people who um, think sex is a taboo topic because it just doesn't align well with me. And if I can't talk to my friends about sex, then like, I don't necessarily feel totally comfortable with them. And it's just not really a relationship that would work well with me because I um, don't really, there's not many things I won't talk about and um, things that people might find uncomfortable or a little bit taboo. Like I don't really have an issue talking about most things. So um, I try to surround myself with people who are like-minded in that way. And so that's really been helpful for me to like, you know, talk to my friends about like, guys, like help me pick out this vibrator, you know, like that kind of thing. I feel like a lot of people don't still a lot of people don't talk about I mean it's 2021 and it's still kind of taboo to talk about women's sexual health and pleasure and whatnot so for me I don't want that to be something that's taboo in my close relationships because it's just going to hinder my sexuality and I don't really want that no absolutely And do you think that there's anything that like your Catholic school experience might have hindered in relation to your sexuality? Like anything that you're still trying to unlearn? Yeah, I think that um, there's a lot of shame around sex, especially for women, um, at least in the Catholic school environment. Um, Growing up, it was always... Um, if a guy has sex, he's like praised for it. But if a girl has sex, she's shamed for it. Um, so, and that's, that's hard to unlearn because I was kind of surrounded by that idea and taught that from like a very young age. Um, like our books in elementary school were called fully alive books. And um, they only talked about sex between a wife and a husband and pleasuring the husband and sex was only for reproduction and so being not being a guy and not having my pleasure kind of focused on um and not wanting to have sex um for reproduction right now felt like those were all wrong things to be doing so it definitely Um, it takes a lot of time and work to unlearn those things and so that's why for me surrounding myself with people who don't necessarily believe that is really helpful Um, even like on Instagram I follow like a lot of creators that are just really sex positive and really have a modern approach to it um, because it helps me when trying to unlearn those kinds of things and why do you think that kind of this outlook is super important especially for young girls and like getting that intervention like before they're sexually active um what do you think that'll do in the long run I think um it definitely contributes to why women um have a hard time in society in terms of like being so insecure and so silenced and 
um, so shamed for everything. Um, I just think women would have overall better experiences in life if everything wasn't so hard for us. <laughs> and so I think um, this is one way that's like, I think this is sort of an easy fix. I mean, it's obviously not, but I feel like it should be um, because it's just like, it's not that hard to just like not shame women, you know, like it's no one's business. And so I just think um, teaching um, both girls and boys that from a really young age, you know, it's no one's business who people are having sex with, whether they're a girl or a guy, if they're having sex or if they're not having sex, you know? Um, and for me, I had a really good experience in terms of like, like my parents have always been really open with me. Um, they were always like, yeah, like if you have any questions about sex, you can ask us if you like want to talk about it, you can ask us. Um, I reached out to my mom and was like, hey, I should probably go on birth control because I'm going to start having sex. And she was like, well, that's really responsible of you. Thanks for doing that, like for reaching out first and like being proactive and um, being responsible. So for me, the reason why I was able to do that and have a healthier relationship with my own sexuality is only because of the way my parents raised me because um, it that w- that had a stronger effect on me than growing up in like Catholic schools which I'm really thankful for because um, my relationship with my sexuality could look much different if my parents didn't instill such positive values in me regarding sex and sexuality. That's awesome. Do you feel comfortable maybe divulging a little bit more about like what that was like to talk to your mom about getting birth control and potentially like her reaction and kind of how that experience went for you in general? Yeah, um, I'm an only child, so my mom (laughs) and I are super close. (laughs) Um, And my parents are also pretty young. um, So I do think that that kind of helps. Um, My parents are very open-minded. My dad is much more traditional and old-fashioned, but he's learning every day that, like, the world is changing and he's got to change with it. And um, it's really great to see how open-minded they are. with everything, you know, like my dad does not understand so many things within like, let's say the LGBTQ community, but he is so willing to learn. And um, my mom, my mom's a lot more, um, I guess, educated, maybe not the right word, but she, well, she's a lot more educated about um, more modern things and things that are important today. Um, And so it's really nice to see that like she kind of helps my dad through it and like teaches him as they go along. And um, I like to, my mom says, you know, like they learn from me every day, just like me being in a different generation than they are. And so I think the biggest reason why we have the relationship we do is because of how open-minded they are and how willing to learn and accept things they are. So yeah, my mom and I were always really close. And, um, also the most important thing is that she never judges. Like, she's like, you can tell me anything. You can tell me like the worst thing you possibly think you could do. And I won't judge you, you know, I'll support you. I'll be there for you. Um, which is really important because a lot of people have that kind of like with parents, there's like a power dynamic and a lot of young people are scared to talk to their parents about certain things they think they're going to get in trouble or they think they're going to judge them or not love them anymore 
So for me, I never really had that question of like, if I tell my mom, I'm going to start having sex, will she judge me or like be mad at me? Because that conversation was always like, you know, if you're safe and you feel ready and as long as it's, you know, consensual and um, you feel comfortable, then like, you know, your parents always had the mindset of like, you're going to do what you want to do. So like, just do it safely and be smart and be responsible and like, come to us if you need help. So I did. And I said to my mom, you know, I should probably go on birth control because I'm probably going to start having sex soon. And she was like, okay, thanks for telling me first of all, which was really important because she acknowledged that I was like taking responsibility for my body and my sexuality and all that kind of stuff. And so she took me to the doctor and I chatted with my doctor and I started birth control. And then I actually told my mom the night that I lost my virginity, I told her. And so many people are like, oh my gosh, you're crazy. (laughs) That's so fresh. Like, (laughs) whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, okay, cool. Like, are you, are you good? Like, everything's fine. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we're good. (laughs) And yeah, it was a really, I'm really lucky that they're so open and accepting because that's definitely why I'm able to like have that relationship with them. But it was super helpful because I know so many people, so many young girls are like, I want to be safe and responsible and use birth control, but they don't really know where to go and they don't want to get in trouble and they don't want their parents to know. So I was really lucky to have that experience no that's awesome I'm like I I get so happy when I hear stories like this because the trauma that comes out of like having shameful parents is just like and granted this is something that I've really like learned a lot after hearing a lot of people's stories and a lot of similarities amongst like parenting styles or just like responses to sex our parents especially the boomer generation have so much trauma associated with sex that it's so concerning (laughs) and they're also the generation that doesn't believe in mental health so they're just piling on their problems um Mm -hmm. but I do think that note about your parents being on the younger side um it is helpful um yeah and granted not everybody has that experience and not everyone has that exposure and there are definitely parents that are like so great and they're on the older side they just yeah, they put in more work or they went to therapy or they have exactly. like X amount of education in a certain field, which is always like a bonus. But I know that there's a lot of people that are in this situation that you and I were like five years ago, six years ago. So what kind of advice would you give to younger viewers kind of interested in exploring their sexuality and potentially having sex? Um, what's some things that you wish somebody told you kind of like person to person, like young person to young person? I think this is so much easier said than done, but working really hard on just like not caring what other people think, like at the end of the day, it's your body, it's your experience. And you also don't have to tell anyone if you don't want to. Um, so I think that that's really important. And it can take a lot of time and work. Like I still, I I'm giving that advice, but also like, I definitely part of me still cares what other people think when it comes to like different things and whatnot. Um, and I think um, what I mentioned earlier about surrounding yourself with like-minded people and kind of 
being aware of what you consume in terms of social media, um, things you read, things you watch. I think um, just taking everything with a grain of salt because there's a lot of, there's so much information out there and not all of it is true and not all of it is valuable because a lot of it is really um, old school and really traditional and we don't have to live like that anymore. Um, there's no law that says you have to follow like this like path where like you have to get into a relationship and then have sex and like you have to be in love and all those kinds of ideas. Like there's there's no rule book and there's no right way to do it. And so the best thing you can do for yourself is to not let other people's thoughts or judgments impact you and your decisions. No, absolutely. I think that's like super important, especially in that high school bubble, you kind of care so much and you think that the world is the high school that you're in and it really isn't. Um, But I really, really appreciate you coming on the podcast and being super vulnerable and like very, very open with kind of your experience and just like your journey, because I think that all of our sexual journeys like never stop. They're not linear. They change. Your sexuality changes. Your gender is like not binary at all. So everything is kind of subject to change. And I think that a lot of the reason why we're kind of growing so quickly and so at least the community, like the sex positive communities, because there's so little like quality research done about sexual health in particular like women's health um Mm -hmm. but also like anyone in the queer community like if you look at any studies never look at anyone queer so yeah I really think that we've been (laughs) kind of living this like blind method of just like abstinence and um yeah a lot of shame and I think that as we're kind of growing and we're having a more pleasure-centric approach to sex um I think it's really, really going to not only better people's relationship with sexuality, but better sex in general. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think um, you definitely feel like you're in a bubble in high school. That's so true. And you think it's the end all and be all. And you think you have to like make all these decisions and you think you have to have sex or you think you don't have to have sex. And it's so confusing. And like, I just, I would not want to be in high school again right now in this, in this life. Um, it's really hard, but like it's four years and it's like really not that important in the grand scheme of things. And yeah, I definitely think like there's a lot of positive change happening and it's really important. Um, but it's also crazy because like there's so much more work to be done. Um, because there's, yeah, there's still so much like shame and judgment and stuff, especially with women's sexuality and it sucks, but I mean, this is, the work that's going to kind of change it. So it's really important what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. I think that we're in, well, I'm definitely in a sex positive bubble, but we're in a space where you can find other people that are extremely sex positive, especially on the internet. You can also, and this wasn't a thing when we were in high school, but you can buy vibrators online and your parents won't know um (laughs) and granted like I this Christmas gave all of my cousins 
these like little bags that were for the organization. And then inside I hid vibrators (laughs) because I didn't want their parents or my aunts and uncles to find them. (laughs) But granted, I don't think that anyone like under the age of like 16 is too young or sorry, wait, let me rephrase that. It's like I'm giving 12 year olds (laughs) vibrators. No, anyone (laughs) over the age of 16 if you have a vulva, you should have a vibrator because it's better to explore yourself before you bring a partner into it because then you can do exactly what Maddie did and you can communicate that. That was something that like I didn't do. Um, mm-hmm. I did everything like in the reverse. I masturbated like after I had sex, like I, nobody taught me anything. So I was just like winging it, um, <laughs> which isn't what I would ever suggest for like anyone. Um But no, I was like really excited when you reached out and I'm so happy you felt comfortable sharing like your experience with me in like great detail. And I'm really happy that you had like a really positive experience with your partner. I think that's always a bonus. But I think even like looking at your experience, there were still so many intersections that could have been more positive and just weren't. Yeah, Um, for sure. But yeah, I'm really excited. I'm really glad that you decided to come on the podcast. Do you want to kind of tell people where they can find you, where they can find your blog, all your social medias? Sure. Um, So my Instagram handle is just MadisonLeonardo underscore. And then I have a link tree in my bio to like my blog and my shop. And um yeah, I also have an Instagram for my online shop and blog, but you can find that all um, from my main Instagram. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Maddie, for coming on the podcast. I really appreciated it. Thanks so much for having me. If you want to hear more episodes like this, make sure to subscribe to the Ladies Let's Talk About Sex podcast on all your podcast platforms. We have new episodes coming out every single Monday, so stay tuned. Thanks for listening.